podcast, Adam. Ready to podcast? Ready to podcast. We need to get there. How's that? I, it sounds great to me. Looks great to me. Excellent. <laughs> it's kind of weird with, with sound having a look. Well, yeah. I mean, it does, though. It's like I can hear colors. I'm absolutely fascinated by people that can hear colors. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, it's a thing. Oh, I did not know that yeah. was a thing. Or people that can see colors. I'm sorry, see sounds. Sorry. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you can, people see, that can colors. see colors. That's weird. I have some friends that can't see colors, <laughs> though. So, Aw, they need those glasses. Uh, unfortunately, the one friend I have who's colorblind is not oh. the kind of colorblind he has can't be fixed with those, which that sucks. is at least now. But I mean, at least for now. Technology, yo. I um, freely admit, too, that I am. I will watch those videos from now until the end of time. I'll cry every time. Every time. Every time. Those and like. People that are getting like cochlear um, implants, uh huh. Like mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter. That comes up in my Facebook feed. I just mm-hmm. every time. Or dogs that see their owner for the first oh time. Oh my god! Since yeah. they come back from deployment. I like those, but I, I like those less than the other two. I know, right? Because well, my, I mean, I think the thing is, dogs is, are happy to see anybody. That's anytime. what I say. My dog looks at me that way when I get home from work. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, dogs. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 89. We are minus Dylan this week. So, hi, my name's Adam. I'm Cliff. And Dylan's not here. I'm Dylan. Because he's in Hawaii. Poof. Yep. Have you seen the pictures his wife's been posting? Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. It looks it looks like a good time. Kind of jealous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just us this week. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> in news, we've got some Joy-Con news, and we've got some Switch news, and uh, Origin Access Premiere it's coming up, and is mm. that for the PC? It is. Okay, that's for PC. We'll talk about that. London Spitfire, uh, they win season one of the Overwatch League, which I heard didn't have a whole lot of people watching it, but still, that's okay. I don't know. Yeah, it, from what from what I read, it was like not as many people watched it as they were expecting. But, oh, it could be. But it's like, oh, so you had 900,000 instead of a million. Yeah. Darn, yeah. you're fine. I yeah. think you'll survive. So we'll talk about all of that, plus some questions from Vinny, Joe Coleslaw, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Zach Paul, Man Socks, and Colby in there as well. Some cheap free games for your Xbox games with gold. They have been announced, and the PlayStation Plus games have also been announced, and a Troll Corner. I, I remain hopeful that they will announce the PlayStation Plus games before the end of the, the day. I'm looking right at them, Oh, those I? are PlayStation Now games. Oh, well, they're labeled PlayStation Plus. Oh, never mind. So... So are they PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now? Oh, PlayStation, no, PlayStation Now. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, PlayStation Plus, maybe we'll have it for you. Stay tuned. I'm hoping. We probably won't. Yeah. Uh, but first, we start with what we're playing. Cliff, you go first. So, I played a bunch of stuff, actually. Yeah, um, so, with the No Man's Sky Next update, um, I hopped in there with a friend of the show, Joe Cole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which, by the way, did we, did you hear our story about the whole... No Man's Sky thing? I did not. So, so tell me your story. So I jumped in to check it out, and I was like, I'm really confused. I don't know what's going on. So I was like, screw it. I just wiped my game, started from scratch, totally fine, except for the first two planets that put me on were these super, super crazy harsh planets. So apparently that's true almost all the time. Well, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. And it was very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure this out, and I see Joe Coleslaw has joined your do-do-do-do-do. And I'm like, oh, cool. But wait, I don't even know how to do that part of it yet, let alone, like... What I'm doing on this planet. I can't remember anything. (laughs) So I said, screw it, and just walked from the game (laughs) as he was trying to get in touch with me. And he messaged me. He's like, sorry, I guess I prefer some people really want to keep it. No man's sky. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. I was so confused. And I saw you pop in, and I was even more confused. So I was just sorry. So my understanding (laughs) is if you – 
that in the in the No Man's Sky next update, mm-hmm. every starting planet you start on is going to be harsh and or dangerous in some way. And what you have to do is follow the tutorial, and it'll teach you how to deal with it. Like that's actually part of the tutorial state is learning how to deal with those planets. And so you have to kind of go through the tutorial to do it if you're playing on one of the um, non-creative modes. Yeah. So just just gotcha. do it again. Do Good the tutorial. You'll be fine. Um, I've got 12 hours to spare and figure my way around that game again. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. And so I never – well, I'm not going to say I've never played it before, but I played the old version for like maybe 45 minutes and it had that stupid first quest where you're like, oh, right. Now walk 400 miles to get this one part you need for your spaceship. Right. And I did that and I walked all the way over to get it and got back and got fuel for my thing. And then I'm like, how do you start your spaceship? I don't even know what buttons to push to start the spaceship. I'm like, I'll figure it out later. And then never played the game again. <laughs> so he led me back in. We actually played in the creative mode mm-hmm. um, just so he could kind of show me all the new stuff and things. And it's – God, that game's amazing. Yeah. It is so beautiful. I'm just – the entire time I was just like, ooh, it's so, – ooh, look at – oh, my God, look, it's a little – you know, just right. the aliens and the vistas. We went, you know, underground into like this big cavern and we went underwater and spawned like this giant – seven-wheeled, ten-wheeled truck thing that you could drive around in. And it's cool. In creative mode, you can just spawn stuff. And so, yeah. Maybe I need to do that. And I'm kind of torn. Like, creative mode looks like it could be a lot of fun, and and it makes it so you don't have to do the, you know, I'm going to mine four things in order to make fuel for my, you know, Gotcha. You know, vehicle and that kind of stuff. Um, like, literally, you know how you run out of like pew pew Everything? in your yeah in your gun, so you can't scan things and that uh-huh. kind of thing. You can just go like, "Hey, juice my gun back up," and so okay. that's pretty cool. Um, but I think I might enjoy the kind of story aspect mm-hmm. of actually playing it in normal mode too. So gotcha. maybe the way, probably honestly, the way I should play that game is I should probably play it on the PC. I should play it in normal mode, but then have like a cheat thing. So if I want to like. You know, ramp up my pew pews on my gun. I can, yeah. I can just like say hit a button. Then hey, now I've got. Is there like a god mode or a? I'm a, sure a, there is on the PC. I'm okay. sure there's a trainer for it, but okay. I don't. I don't know. I got I got the game super cheap like a year and a half ago. After you know, obviously that game came out and everyone and crapped on it for like, six months. Yeah, I paid like eleven dollars for it like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to think. Well, maybe I should go buy it on the PC now and pay thirty dollars for it. But it was basically the movie pass of games. Yeah, like that type yeah. of scenario where it's like we're going to give you all this stuff. Not really. Uh huh. And Oof. then you know try and dig their way back out, which they did. I don't think movie pass will though. <sighs> movie Pass is really struggling. I don't know. Like they, I'll so watch. I just got an email from Movie Pass, and 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 what they're, the thing is, is what they're doing now is what they should have done from the first. They should have yeah. always said you can't go see a first run movie for the first two or three weeks because then they would have actually had like something to bargain with with movie theaters and with with cinemas is, you know, or the the actual movie production companies to mm-hmm. say like, hey, we all know that movies flag after the first two weeks. Watch, we can we can drop twenty percent of you know more people into your movie and all those. Movies that people aren't seeing, we can get push people in those yeah. seats, and that's what they should have done all along. But man, I tell you, when I Saturday, well, Saturday I tried to go see a movie, and it just it didn't work because it was Movie Pass, but not because Movie Pass was doing something dumb. It was just okay. you know, when, well, I got to the front of the line, and the movie I wanted to see was sold out, and so which is fine, except then you have to like forget about that movie and reserve another movie. You can't do that when you're waiting in line. So we didn't see anything that day. And then the next day I went to go see a movie and I'm like, Hey, let's go see Ant-Man. And I checked that morning and it was there. And 
when we got to the theater, it wasn't there anymore, and neither was like my wife wanted to see Mamma Mia, you know, or we Nobody could have wants seen to see that movie. I promise you. No, my wife really does. Mm. <laughs> I didn't mind the first one either. So, mm. um, and but it was, there was like uh, Hotel Transylvania wasn't you know they pulled that one too, and so we ended up seeing Teen Titans Go, which isn't bad, yeah, but it was like not the worst thing. You could it was see. like my fourth or fifth right? movie choice. I'm telling you, and I know that we're not getting paid for it, but AMC. Uh, Stubbs A list, yeah, that A list thing, man. Oh no, I, and I Ooh. get it, but dude, so like good. it's sixty bucks a month for me to do it. That's a lot of money to see movies. I mean, you figure if you guys see two movies a month, yeah. But I, I'm not. I think the thing is, is when I got when I got Movie Pass, it was ninety dollars per person for an entire year, mm-hmm. and it, so that made it like what. Eight bucks a month, right? That's nah, not. That's not. That's pretty easy to go. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Right. Sixty. That's like seven hundred and something dollars a year. That's a. That's a lot of money. So I don't know. My movie pass is still good through December. So we're gonna ride it out as long as it exists, which may be a week or two. <laughs> so well, what's cool with movie pass is you can have it as just you can get it for just yourself, and then you can still add tickets on. So let's say you want to go see a movie and it's reserved seating. Oh, you with can AMC. Get your res- or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so AMC. You can pick your seat that you want for whatever movie you want for your A-list. And, and if you're like, your hey, I want on. two more tickets, you can always oh, buy two cool. more tickets. That's cool. So that's kind of cool because we've can got you, big groups of people that like to So go. when you – and I didn't – this is changing into – Yeah, we're you know, totally not talking about games. Whatever. Okay. It's, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. When you do it – It's like a game. It's like a game. <laughs> God, Movie Pass lately has been like a game and not a, a good one. Lose. It's like some sort of like roguelike that I don't enjoy. It's dark Souls for movies. Um. When you can you do you pay monthly for uh-huh. for can, and so could you pause it for a month like could you cancel and then resubscribe you can but the first you you have to stay a member for the first three months like mm. it's it's you've got a you've got a minimum three month commitment because and then you can pick it and up I think and that'd be okay down. because I, I I could almost see doing that more because there there are months where just movies don't come out like right. April and May of this year were very like nah, you know I mean I saw that the like new. Uh, Garden Gnomes movie, Sherlock Gnomes, in that month, and that that movie was bad. I felt bad seeing that movie for free. So, right. <laughs> you know, that, that's interesting though. I might, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll out. see. Um, anyway, back to games. What else are you playing? Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> video <laughs> games. Um, so, No Man's Sky was super fun. Enjoyed that. Um, so last week I beat. Uh, Pod with my wife, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, you want to play something else?" Um, and uh, Oxenfree was on sale for five bucks on the Switch, cool. and I'd already played it, but she hadn't. And, and uh, talked about it briefly, but I'm making a video game in some way, and it's going to be Oxenfree esque. Okay. Um, and so, I was, what I was really curious about is like, how does how does the music work in that game? How does dialogue work? How mm-hmm. do you know, how do all these pieces fit together in a way that you don't always necessarily get when you're playing a game. You know, it's 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 it was really interesting. I just handed her the controller. I'm like, hey, just play. I'm not gonna I want to be here with you to watch it because this game's I mean it's that game is it's so good. Cool. Oh my God. The, I tell you the ending of that game gave me chills. Um even uh-huh. though I knew the funny thing is I kinda had forgotten what happened. Right. But still like oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, play that game. It's good. <laughs> um, but it was really cool to watch like how they do things. You know, you 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 know you remember that 
they do weird things with the screen and they do weird things with the sound. And but actually passingly, passively watching someone else experience that and, and how they do it and looking at it from kind of a technical standpoint was was really cool. And we beat that game in like two or three days. It was oh, nice. it was super fun. So <clears throat> so she cool. can notch that off her belt too. And so I think we're gonna try Snake Pass next. Um, oh, that game is difficult. It, it starts to control. Out, is it? Hmm. Oh yeah, that's the with the snake and the thing. Yeah right? yeah it's so it's a cute game and it, it's whatever, but. If she doesn't play video games, no, typically, not much. It, That's not the even one for me. And I'm not, I'm not the world's best at games, but like I get the oh. you have because everything is oh is too. It's a constant oh. movement. Like one stick yeah, controls your right head, then. and the other stick controls your body. Oh, that's too and bad. you have to do this slither wiggle thing and build up kind of a momentum. And it's, oh, that's not right then. Maybe I was thinking maybe last day of June. That's on my list too. So okay, we'll see. Uh, and then I I played obviously more Forza three because that's what I play now. But I played it uh, <laughs> multiplayer. So oh, cool. me and my brother and my kid played it this weekend, and that game's pretty cool multiplayer you can kind of when you're not so one person's like the master controller in that game so it's Mm -hmm. you're in their game essentially and so they can go to races and say okay guys hey we're all going to do this race um, but then you can choose to join it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're not actually in a race, you're just tooling around each other's world. So you can see each other. You can follow each other. You can While they're drive doing the to, race thing? No. When they're doing the race thing, it takes them into like an instance. Oh, okay. But the rest of the time, you can just tool around. And there's a lot of like stunts you can do that you can all try to, you know, jump, see how far we can all jump off this thing together. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really fun. I'm very, 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 very excited to see Forza 4 when it comes out nice. in a couple months. Um, because that one, I think, takes that even to like another level. So. Yeah. I'm waiting to play Forza when it comes out on the uh, on Games Pass. I just I don't so I don't know how it. this worked, but yeah, I, I'm super excited about it too. That's cool, nice. Um, so I'm playing a handful of things, uh, and I say handful because I'm playing most of them on my Switch handheld, oh. <laughs> um, except for Gears of War Ultimate. Um, that's the the oh, remaster nice. update of the original Gears. How of War is that? Game. Oh, oh that's the one that's got like the 4K. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. So I was playing with Miles last night. We jumped in and started a a co-op game and it's fun. Like it looks incredible and some of the the blood splattery gooey goodness in 4K is just amazing. And was that a Game Pass game or did mm-hmm. you have to buy it? Oh, it is. Yeah, mm. all the Gears games are on Game Pass. Mm. All the Gears games, all the Halo games, they're all on Game Pass. That so sounds fun. That's that's awesome. How many player co-op is that? Do you know? Uh, two. Yeah. Two, maybe. maybe No, it's two. Two. Okay. Yeah, it's two. Um, so played a little bit of that. I'll finally play more of that. Nice. Um, over on the Switch, I have been playing Octopath Traveler. Which is still great. I've got all my travelers. I think I'm level 18 or 19. So nice. um, chapter two kicks in at like level 22 is when you can start going into those. So I'm just doing side quests. And that's my one complaint about the game so far is the side quest stuff or the little side paths that you can take uh, for characters in the different sure. villages. They're not very well explained. Yeah. Like there's one guy he's talking about his father used to be a knight and this, that and the other. And I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but to do the side quest, you literally just had to find this other person in town and talk to him. But there was nothing – and then take that info back to the guy. Oh. And there was nothing that really laid that out, out. said – because, like, that's what I like about games like, you know, The Witcher or whatever where you can go to your side quest menu and you can see, all right, you need to get to here, talk to this person, grab some of this crap and go make this thing over there. And, and here's where it is on the map. Exactly. Yeah. This – none of that. Interesting. So that's my only complaint so far. Interesting. Uh, the music's great. The stories, all the individual stories, even though 
people have said, you know, their stories never really intertwine. And they're just like, what did what did the dude on uh, GameScoop say? He said that his biggest complaint was that it's like you're playing eight really good JRPGs <laughs> that have nothing that that just don't yeah. ever have anything to do with each other. Yeah. I, I do find that interesting. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I would love to. Maybe they've said, but I would love to know what the thought process of that is. Why you wouldn't make those those know. people cross over. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Like each person's story is while they're similar in the whole like this is this is their story and this is you do this, you talk to these people, you learn their their power and then you go fight a boss. Yeah. It's a very by the numbers kind of cookie cutter this 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 this. But it's so beautiful. The music's great, the writing's really good, and the fight system. I love the the battle system. Very cool. So um also on the Switch, I have been playing a little Toad's Treasure Tracker. Nice. So good. Tell me more about that because it's it's a I know it's a Wii U game, but I never played it, so, so I don't yeah, know so anything about it. So originally came out on the Wii U, um, and it's just uh, like this 3D block of land that you rotate around, and you have to find your way through different, oh. you know, and depending on what your view is, will tell you whether or not you can get to this thing. So you have to look around the whole map and rotate it around to find the path that you need to take to. Uh, the diamonds that you need to collect or the star you need to collect or whatever the special item is in that world. Like the first world is a gold mushroom. Um, that's their, that's the special sure. kind of thing. And then the second one is you're supposed to make it across or make it through the level without crumbling the bridge. Oh. And you have to figure a way to get to where you need to go without going this one specific sure. way. So kind of like, have you played Fez or uh, mm-hmm. Monument Valley even maybe okay, a little bit? So yeah, so yeah. Monument Valley. Yeah. I, would, I would say probably more like Monument that Valley. That idea, sure. Yeah, where with that you're actually rotating pieces of the map. Yeah. This, the map doesn't move. Oh. Pieces of the map don't necessarily sure. move under your control. Like there's things that mm-hmm. move within it on its own, but sure. you just kind of rotate the map around to see what your path is going to be to cool. get to the things. That might be a good one to play with Brooke too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. I could see – like I could hang out with Kevin playing yeah. this game yeah. for That'd sure cool. and not kill him <laughs> or vice versa. We'll see. Um, also on the Switch, what oh, what was the other thing? I don't hmm. know. Uh, well, I downloaded Luminous Remastered. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the game I watched you play a little bit of yesterday. Yeah. The game's very confusing. It's so great because I was like, look at this, and I showed Cliff, <laughs> and I'm like – I don't remember anything about this. I'm like, this looks like a weird Tetris game that I don't understand. Right. So I I went through the tutorial real quick, and it's just five little screens that say, do this, do this, do this, do this, and done. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Oh. got it. Done and done. And then I played it a little while ago, actually, while I was at work, because I was needing something to do. And (laughs) yeah, and I was like, oh, now I get it. I was just flying through it. Nice. So. It's uh. Do you, it's do, you do that when you play? And I swear there's something else on my Switch that I'm that I'm totally missing. So I'm going to. Um, <laughs> it's oh. little. He's like playing it at work while it's sitting next to him on his desk. On apparently, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I need maybe, to start bringing my Switch to work for conference calls. Seriously, you know, maybe not. Maybe there's nothing else on here I was playing. Thought I was. It's a lot of playing. I think you. I think you've done well, Adam. Yeah. So yeah, luminous. Good luminous stuff. Luminous and Toad. Uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for a puzzly kind of game, they're both very, very different. Yeah. So if you want a more fast-paced, frenetic kind of, you know, Tetris-style, music-based kind of thing, Luminous, definitely. Luminous Remastered. Um, But if you want a more uh, thoughtful um, game, play Toad's Treasure Tracker. Is Toad a full price? Is it a $60 game? A $40. $40. That's better. That is better. I mean, 
Yeah, plus it's got it's got all the levels from the original plus some new ones and a couple of extra modes. Like one of the secret things is finding Pixel Toad. Oh, very so cool. So after you get all the diamonds, that's the next like special challenge is find Pixel Toad and you go into it and you just have to search all around the map. And you know the little pixel characters on the wall in Mario Odyssey? Yeah. Which you kind of yeah. see? It's like that. So you just have to keep an eye out oh, for him. Cool. And when you see him, he doesn't run away or anything. You just have to tap him. Very and nice. That's that's how you do I love it. it. And that's it. That's all. That's a lot of games. I don't know what Dylan's playing. Probably like Dylan's probably playing. Find I'm the pineapple. Drinking a pina colada on the beach and and watching sharks. A virgin pina things. colada. Yeah, that yeah. too. So I don't think he's old enough to drink. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I'm sure that's what he's and watching doing. sharks. And watching sharks. Like eat I missed people. that. I got hung up on the pina colada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he the, went I'm... to the dull pineapple factory. Or like oh, okay. fields. I've always wanted to go there. Uh, it's real I would cool. Do that. Yeah. Dole Pineapple Factory. Okay, it's not a factory. It's like a <laughs> it's like a, a ranch. I don't know. It's a farm. It's a farm. It's a farm. Ranches are where animals are at. Farms are. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen a pineapple in the wild? I mean, maybe they. Maybe it's just a maybe. Wild maybe they're farm. not fruit. Who knows? I don't, I don't have any idea. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's what we've been playing. Um, thank you to our patrons. Uh, we've got a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We got a few different levels of patronage mm-hmm. that you can subscribe to. All of them get you some cool stuff in discord, but each different level gets you some extra cool stuff, including like access, uh, to special shows or interviews that we do with developers or actors or composers or whomever. Um, you get those before anybody else, but also every, uh, subscription level gets you access to that week's show a day or two before anybody else does. As a for instance, we started doing a special podcast of the games coming out uh, yes. in the next month. And if you are a uh, Patreon person, you would have been able to see that about a week ago. Hear it too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you won't be able to see it at all. It's, it's a podcast. Right. <laughs> but you would have been able to listen to it. But there, you'll get to listen to it tomorrow anyway. Yeah, so. totally. And um, our highest level of patronage is uh, the producer level. Correct. And we will talk about you on the podcast and stuff and say thank you right like now. we're going to do right now jack huh? irish who i spent a bunch of time talking to last night and uh jack who is not irish and from australia yeah and they hit a kangaroo in their car <laughs> and apparently went over to check and see how it was doing and it just got up and hopped away oh no <laughs> and i'm like that's i don't even know what to say about that because a kangaroo i <laughs> what do you I mean, I guess that's the equivalent of hitting, hitting like, a, a deer, deer, I guess, but it was very much like a kink. Wow. But huh. I'm glad it like didn't like kick them because like oh, I, a yeah. kick from them can literally kill yeah, you. Yeah, I've heard kangaroos are, they're beasts, man. They're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, thank you, Jack Irish. Thank you. And Alan Schulte. Schulte. Uh, Vinny Champa. Hell yeah. We know Vinny. We know Vinny. And Joe Cole Jr. of uh, No Man's Sky fame currently. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's all good. He's also Nothing made some really personal. cool icons for us for uh, oh, yeah, yeah. some good stuff. I like that. Come check out our Discord. There's all sorts of good good graphics in there that he's been making. And uh, Kevin Schultz. Yay. So, thank you, guys. It's good. Yeah. Do that. Um, also, uh, we are an official Humble Bundle partner, humblebundle. Uh, or bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Correct. Yeah. Go there. Check out all the uh, latest and greatest of the Humble Bundles. Support some great charities and your favorite podcast. There's a, I have not posted it yet because it just barely came out, but there's a new sports bundle out. And the only game I want to play in it is called Super Blood Hockey. And it's like oh. an SNES hockey game, except like every time you hit someone, like blood just goes everywhere. So it's like real hockey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. 
Uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And also, if you're not a Humble Bundle monthly subscriber, uh, definitely check it out because it's always a great deal. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Oh, and, actually, we get our new bundle this week, don't we? Oh, yeah, we do. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, if you uh, sign up for the subscription via our uh, website, bitemepodcast.com slash humble, we get a little kickback. A little bit of something, something. Yeah, for sure. So, anyway, there's that. If you're on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, like us, rate us, review us, get our name out there in front of more people, and we will say thank you. Thank and you. And maybe send you something. Yeah. I don't know. I have one magnet left. One. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to buy more. Yeah, probably. Once we get get more patrons. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm not even going to do it. Are you going to do it? Uh, news. News. There news. You go. <laughs> that was the most boring segue into news ever. <laughs> um, all right. We got a few things to talk about, so let's get right into it. A new Joy-Con is making Switch gaming a little bit better. Yeah, for some people in certain games. So I was yeah. actually talking about this, I'm going to say last week or maybe the week before where... When you play Zelda. When I was playing Zelda. Like, the lack of a D-pad just in my brain makes it hard. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of games that a good D-pad are good for, too. Um, kind of... Uh, like a Street Fighter game. A Street Fighter like game or... Or, or like even um, like a lot of kind of bullet hell shooters mm-hmm. or platformers. And I, I think it's pronounced Hori, or it could be Ori, H-O-R-I. I'm, I'm not sure. Ho- I'm saying Hori. I think <laughs> I, it's a terrible name. Hopefully That's they're fine. from a country where you can say things like Hori and it's or fine. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and they've made a replacement left Joy-Con. So you don't get a set. You just get a left one. Um, and one of them has kind of this kind of wacky design. One has this kind of Zelda-ish design. But it puts a really good D-pad on that one side, but kind of exclusively for handheld mode. So you can't take that and plug it into, like, your Joy-Con holder. Right. You can't pull it out and use it separate from the uh, the Switch itself. But when you're, you know... Playing a Switch handheld, both Joy-Cons connected to it, it'll give you a really good D-pad. And they're, they're I'm not going to say cheap, but if you figure two Joy-Cons together cost 80 bucks, this one for a single one is only 25 Oh, that's not bad. So, yeah, definitely not bad. And they've got kind of a fun design. I kind of like it. And uh, they said the only real downside is, is, you know, if you're going out, you're taking your your Switch with you, and you might want to be playing solo or you might want to be playing with friends, you do have to kind of tuck that extra mm-hmm. Joy-Con with you because it doesn't really work once you pull it away. But Yeah, and, and even past that, like, it doesn't have an SL or an SR button, you yeah. know, little shoulder buttons. Yeah, so it doesn't have those, doesn't if it's have... it's disconnected from the Switch, it's yeah. just not, it's just It pretty. doesn't have the, yeah, it doesn't have Bluetooth, doesn't have, it apparently doesn't even have Rumble. So oh, yeah, have you'd Rumble still get either. Rumble on your, your right Joy-Con, mm-hmm. but uh, for 25 bucks, I'm... Apparently, they're not here yet. I think they're coming soon. Right. Um, And uh, a little note from the article on IGN about it. It says that they've announced there is a problem with the D-pad controller. If it's left connected to the Switch in sleep mode, the Joy-Con may drain the Switch battery. So hopefully they can get that fixed. But uh, that's one thing I've noticed, too, about my Switch. I... I've only recently started playing it way more in handheld, and I feel like the battery just zaps. Yeah. um, Like, to the point where I got on a flight out of L.A. or Vegas to Seattle, and I think I was at, like, 96%, and it just seemed like it was dropping a percentage every five minutes. Interesting. And it totally depends on the game you're playing, too. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I understand, like, a game like Zelda is way more, um, because it requires more processor, more graphics, more whatever. So if you're playing Zelda, it's going to drain faster than if you're playing some, like, retro SNK, you know, game, whatever. Um, This is actually probably a good time to talk about the cool thing I got in the mail yesterday, though. Oh, yeah. Um, How did you win that? So (laughs) thank you for all the people who, when I posted that 
out on our Facebook page and said, like, hey, you should go enter to win this and convince three of your friends to enter it, too. Because by I, in order to be eligible to win it, you had to get three other people to enter, too. Mm-hmm. And so three other wonderful people um, at, least. at least entered that. Um, and I won it. <laughs> um, but I got this really cool... Um, Switch branded battery from Anchor, um, who I Anchor stuff is so good. Like all my chargers are from them, all of my cords are from them. They make just fantastic oh, yeah. stuff. Um, but I think it retails for about seventy bucks, and it's a battery that's about I don't know. It, it's smaller than a. I can't. I, it's it's a weird size, so it's not mm-hmm. quite square. It's smaller, like in height than a cell phone, but it's thicker. It's really got some heft to it. Mm-hmm. But it'll charge a switch one point four times. So theoretically, it'll give you on some game, you know, on some games like up to ten or twelve hours of battery life. Wow. So so now, what's what's the difference between that and just say a regular battery pack? Um, Can you use a regular? battery It depends pack? on. I mean. Any battery pack will charge it. Right. Um, this one's just got a really big battery inside of it. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, your phone batteries that you charge your phone with, unless you have a really beefy one, don't have enough juice to really charge it, right. you know, fully. And, you know, but there are certainly other ones that work with it. This is not by any means exclusive, but it is a branded Switch one. So, theoretically, all the voltages match. And, you know, Nintendo has given their, like, Nintendo seal of approval oh, on cool. it and that kind of thing. So, nice. I think it, it's about $70 retail. They make a Another one that's actually bigger than that, that I think is like 80 or 90 retail, that'll charge a switch, I think, two times. Holy crap stick. Yeah. But it's this wow. one's small enough that it I could totally see, like, my kid in the backseat of the car, you know, playing with it. Right, it does charge. Well, it also will charge a cell phone at the same time it's charging a switch. Um, that's crazy. And it'll also charge via USB-C. Um, so you can charge the battery in, like, three hours huh. um, using the switch's own... Uh, power ch- charger. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Nice. So, I was I was pretty pleased with that. Hell yeah! Probably won't buy one because that's kinda, it's a lot of it's money. A little pricey for yeah. me. But when you when you yeah. figure that it's like a fifth the size, the cost of a switch. But if you game a lot on the go, if you travel a lot, right. you know, in it airplanes, totally worth it. Right. Uh, more switch news. The switch is now officially sold just under twenty million units in just about a year so, and four months. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot that's of units. Lot. Um, also, the PS4 has sold 80 million units. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a that's a lot of units. And hey, what about the Xbox? Does anybody have any concrete numbers on that? No, the Xbox does not uh, release numbers at all anymore, which probably makes sense for them. Like they, it's kind of embarrassing right now to do that anyway. Well, I don't, I don't think – I think – they don't have anything to gain by doing it, so why do it? Right. You know, and they haven't done it for a while. I'm going to yeah. say it's been a year or two, but they did release their financials, mm-hmm. um, and the the gaming division of Xbox brought in 10 billion dollars last year. That's so insane. That's a lot of money. It is less than Sony. Sony brought in 17 billion. Right. So, so if you do the math, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the math right there, just in, based on what they're making in their gaming division, just kind of yeah. I would say Xbox has sold somewhere between 40 and 40 and maybe 55. Um, The Xbox was the fastest selling console during Amazon Prime days. So, you know. Hopefully they turn it around. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, we've said this a million times. Like, they don't have anything to turn around. They're making a ton of money. $10 billion is a lot of money. It could be $17 It could be. (laughs) But I would guess, my my guess is if you do the math on that, like I I was playing around with it the other day. If you look at the number of Xbox gold subscribers they have that alone is like about 2.5 billion dollars a year um and then you put on top of that the number of game pass people Mm -hmm. like i think you know they're seeing a lot of money that has nothing to do with hardware sales so and i mean that's the thing too is 
they don't make a lot of money by selling uh, an Xbox. They don't make right. a lot of money by selling a PlayStation. It's included in that amount, but right. really that just gives you more people to sell things to, not necessarily uh, money from. Money from. Gotcha. So. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the Nintendo Switch, like I said, uh, just under 20 million um, Switches are out there now in just about a year and a quarter. That's crazy. So that's nuts. Good for them. What's uh, and n- it's, well, and it's funny because well, it's not funny. It's just interesting because Nintendo stock keeps kind of going down. Yeah. And there's a lot of questions about Nintendo's like viability in the long haul with the Switch. But I just. For as massively popular as it is, yeah, it's underpowered. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's that. But for as popular as it is, you would think that they've got a better, you know, I'm like more me, hope than they're actually putting. I think out they'll there. do fine. I'm like got to be more than fine. If if someone like made me put money on, it, I don't know if I'd do that. But I would very much guess that probably not in 2019, but 2020, you're going to see a new switch that's going to run all the old games. And be more powerful. It's still going to be. It's like they did with the uh, the what's their other handheld called the 3DS. the 3ds. Thank right. you. The new 3ds mm-hmm. that you need to run like the backwards compatible SNES games and that kind so of thing. Weird. But when they did that. Yeah. But yeah I mean, it I works. would guess you'll see a new switch. It's not going to be significantly different. You know, mm-hmm. maybe brighter screen, bigger screen, better. You know, whatever. They'll fix some of the little hardware bugs they've got. That kind of thing. It's going to cost the same price, and it'll just come out and be faster. Mm-hmm. I would not be shocked at all if you see that in like late 2019 early 2020 um right as you see the ps5 and the xbox one y come out right so that's <laughs> nice. what i'm calling it until i hear different xbox it's i think i think the the codename is sapphire or something like that yeah well so. so the whole there's the whole sapphire thing which microsoft is there's the whole we're gonna have maybe a traditional console as we've known it and then there's also this idea that the sapphire itself uh, is going to be a streaming, a streaming box. box. Yeah, so it could be. Yeah, I, I think it's a little early. Like, to, I, I think this hardware generation is too early. I think the next ones maybe where that'll come out. But maybe I. Right. It's rumored, so who knows? It's, It'll be uh, God. The next two years are going to be super fun, though. I can tell cool. you, man, I'm super excited. Um. All right. Up next, Origin Access Premiere that is launching on the PC side of things. It's going to be a hundred bucks a year, and it's unlimited play with all kinds of. It's basically. EA's version of Game Pass. Yeah. So, um, like, day one first-party stuff is going to show up there. And and it's and cool. So, so they have two levels now. They have Premiere, and then they have, I think, what they call Classic. And with Classic, you get uh, 123 games, I think, right now. Cool. And with Premiere, you get 129 um, as of right this second. And those six games that you get that aren't out yet are actually pretty cool. You get... Um, You'll get uh, a way out right now, which is that two-player co-op game. You get um, Fey, Fey, yeah, Fey. <laughs> um, You get Unravel Two. You get Battlefront Two um, out right now. Oh, and uh, Sims Four and uh, Madden Nineteen, which is coming out like this month. Yeah, Madden will be out anytime. But then you'll get FIFA Nineteen when it comes out. You'll get Battlefield Battlefield Five when it comes out, and you'll get Anthem when it comes out. A bunch of other stuff later in the year. Um, but the cool thing is you don't get – unlike Game Pass where, yeah, you get those games, but you don't get, like, the super deluxe editions. Mm-hmm. These are all the, like, deluxe DLC wow. pimped out versions of those games. Nice. Um, I, I don't know if you'll get all the DLC, but they're they're giving you the deluxe version. So now, Are these games – are they, like, Netflix or are they, like, Game Pass where they come and they go and they swap in they swap out? Or are they just show up and they're there? I, 
as far as I know, they show up and they're there. I've never seen anything go out of Origin. I used to be an Origin Access Classic subscriber. I never saw anything go out of that. Um, I don't think I've ever remembered seeing anything go out of EA Access on the Xbox. So I think they're – because they're older games and they control their own licensing, mm-hmm. I think the reason they go in and out of Games Pass is, is licensing reasons just like it is right. on Netflix. Um, so I think these – because it's EA and they control their own stuff. But I mean you also get access to 123 other games. Like there's some great yeah. stuff in there. There's Titanfall and all the Mass Effect games and the old Battlefront games, the old Battlefield games and Mirror's Edge. Dead Space. Arkham. Dead Space, Mad Max, uh, City Skyline which is super fun. All the old sports games. You get Rhyme. You get Unravel. Just – Tons of Abzu tons of tons in there, of stuff. Even though Abzu's everywhere, everybody should always play Abzu no matter what. The Witness, uh, you know, stuff that isn't EA games too. So right. there's there's some really good. Oh, the sexy brutals in there. Um, I really want to play that. Nice. Um, so if you're a PC gamer, hundred bucks a year. That's a great deal. I mean, yeah. that ends up being like what eight dollars a month, roughly. Yeah. So yeah, eight twenty, maybe nine. Two? Yeah, exactly. Something, totally, something totally worth hundred bucks if you're a PC gamer. Yeah, look into it. I I, I feel like I've got. The PlayStation now and the Game Pass, so I'm gonna not subscribe. And I've got Humble Bundle, same. So I feel like I'm just gonna stick with that for now until I decide I'm gonna play more games on my PC again. Um, but there's just so, like with the Nintendo, like the Switch online service coming soon, like that's twenty bucks a year. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm good with my subscriptions right now. If they did this on the Xbox, um, oh, if they did this on I, Xbox, I would because I've already got the Origin. Yeah. Um, and that's only thirty dollars a year. That's super cheap. I would I would move up to the premiere. Yeah, if yeah. This, if they had this on Xbox, Xbox in a yeah. heartbeat, because I'm already going to buy it. Anthem. I'm yeah. already going to buy. I'd love to play Unravel too. Kevin actually just mm-hmm. finished that. And says it's Isn't great. That on Game Pass. The first one is the second oh, one is okay, not. Okay. So, you know, I'd love to play a way out. There's just there's some great games in there. So yeah, if they if they bring that to the Xbox, I'm in. Nice. All right. Up next, London Spitfire has won Overwatch League's first championship in the inaugural season of the Overwatch League. Yeah. So defeating Philadelphia Fusion. Yeah. So as opposed to the in-season stuff, which is done, I think at the Staples Center. I want to say in LA. Wow. I believe a tiny little venue. Little thing. I think that's where they. I could be wrong. I know it's filmed in LA, but maybe maybe it's not at a center. I I thought it was, but very well could be. I've never actually watched it. I know that like I know Dylan has. I know Vinny has. Mm -hmm. It's not really my thing. But uh, this was actually at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Um, sold out, big deal, and uh, apparently the London Spitfire just stomped on them. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it didn't even go to like as many rounds as it needed to. They just, they just killed them. Wow. So, yeah, that's uh, you know, and I mean, like you're saying, you know, maybe it wasn't as big as they wanted it to be, but I think that overall people were very, very happy with how it went, and I think that they did a really good job of that kind of concept of city based. Stuff where people could really grab a hold of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the team in their city and, and do it. And the people's biggest complaint, I think, is that, yeah, hey, you're based in London, but, you know, you're the London Spitfire, but you're not actually in London. You're in L.A. Right. You know, you're, you know, you're in all these different cities. You're in Philly and, you know, you're not in Philly. So what I'd love to see these guys do is push out a little bit where they're actually bringing these people to, like, comic conventions and stuff or, you know, packs and that kind of stuff. So people can actually interact and meet these people that mm-hmm. really only kind of exist on a screen right now. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm just I'm still looking over this article. That's really cool. Yeah. Um yeah, but you know, and they, they walked away with a million dollar grand prize. Yeah. And a trophy. It's a big deal. That trophy. And DJ Khalid. DJ Khaled. Khaled. I don't know how to say his name. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled showed up. That's funny. DJ Khaled showed up to do some some performance. Um 
And like everybody was kind of like, why is this guy here? I actually read. Uh, I was listening to the Waypoint um, <laughs> That's, podcast on this. Why him? Because they could, apparently he was in. He's opening for uh, Jay Z and Good is, for him. is Beyonce Jay Z's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh, in. He's opening for them, and so they were already there, I guess. So he was in the area. What? But but, but they said it was really awkward because he'd do the like you know he tried to he, pump the crowd by because that's his like his shtick is like shouting his mm. name. So like I can only imagine a performance by DJ Khaled who's a DJ. Uh-huh. Is typically him just shouting his name and then like doing some record record scratches. But it's like <laughs> he evidently demanded that they sing along to Amigos and Drake track. And no one knew it. And they were like why? I don't yeah. No, we're not here to see you. We want to uh-huh. watch games, not some Have you seen the the dude. like little gif video of his little dance too? It no. looks like he's just like stumbling around the stage drunkenly. I it's great. I don't I don't like DJ Khaled. No. Unfortunately, he's um necessary evil in the radio world, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's that. And that's all your news that is news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Looking at this picture, it makes me feel good that like a fat guy in a sweater could get up and, and like do a little dance and someone might listen. So it gives me hope. That's what I'm saying, Adam. It makes me it makes me feel hopeful. I'll get a sweater and I'll be DJ Cliff. DJ Cl- Cliff Ed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the funky bunch. So bad. All right, we have questions from Mansox, Colby, Zach Paul, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man, Joe Coleslaw, and we start them off every week with Vinny. Vinny. (laughs) Dylan's not here. We don't do the voices. But I could be like, hey, yo, Vinny, what's up? We should record those so we can put them in in post or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you think I do post? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like mix, mix, done. All right. So Vinny wants to know: Have you ever taken off of work or school to play a video game on release date? What game was it, and was it worth it? Um, no. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't. I haven't. I, I know Kevin has. I, My Kevin. I think the thing is, is as a like, I got married really, really, really young, <laughs> and so first of all, like. My wife is not the person that I'm like, hey, I'm going to take off a day from work and play video games because a video game came out. Like, right. that, that does not fly. See if a flying pan doesn't come flying <laughs> uh-huh. through the air at your yeah. face when you say that. No, that's going to happen. No. But also, like, until I was probably in my, I don't know, late 20s, like, I didn't have enough vacation to do that. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't like, I only have three weeks now. And so for me to, like, use one of 15 days to stay home and play video games, Mm-mm. no. Me call in sick, like I mean, you know, like that'd be fine. I've called in sick and ended up playing video games, yeah. but I didn't call in sick to, to play, play video, video games. Game. Same. That's how I beat um, near Automatapata. Near Automata. Onomatopoeia. That's a totally can I, different. Can thing. I start calling it that though? I mean, if you want to, yeah. That's how I beat that game though. Mm-hmm. Is like I'd been just like kind of poking at that game for a while. I sat down one day and played like ten right. hours of it when I was sick. So well, I remember. I can't remember. It was. I'm pretty sure it was either when Kevin had moved up to Seattle. Or we were still doing the long distance thing and he was in Portland. I can't remember. It was either an expansion for Final Fantasy or or it was Final Fantasy 15, or it was an expansion for World of Warcraft. And he got it. He installed it. And he literally played it all night Ooh. and then all day and then most of the evening. Oh. Yeah. He did. He pulled one of those. Yeah. And it was one of those. I'm going to tell. I'm going to. I'm working from home today. It had to have been from Portland because that's when, <laughs> when he was in Portland because that's when he could work from home. Yeah. Um, and it was a work from home or a sick day or something. He yeah. straight up played through that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, and I had to warn him. I was like, this is how people in like Korean internet cafes die. die. Yeah. Like get up, walk around every 20, 30 or 
two hours or something. Just yeah. keep the blood flow. Yeah, I've played. I've played. I've played games that long before. I did a. Never. We did a land party at my house one time. My wife went out of town um, before I had kids, and we we started playing right after work. Well, me and my brother played right after work on Friday, and we played from like five o'clock until like three o'clock the next morning, and then went to bed, and then woke up and started playing at like noon on Saturday oh, and played through like we were sitting there and all of a sudden I heard this kathunk. I'm like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's my newspaper being delivered. Oh, no. <laughs> and so we played until like eight or nine and then uh, like the next morning, maybe 10 and then, then went to bed. So I've, I've done and I mean, I played Extra Life. I, I did 25 hours the first time I did that. Right. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only time that I've done a, a marathon. Yeah. Sorry for all the clickety clack on the keyboard. Yeah, I'm not anymore, man. I'm just not made for that. Mm. But the, the one thing I will say that is similar to this, I've never called a day off, but uh, when I, I worked at Software Etc. for a long time and Final Fantasy VII was probably the biggest game that released while I was there and my, my store sold pre-sold 250 copies of it i want to say and um it came out the day before i got married so i got married september 4th um 1997 and it came out september 3rd that's crazy and uh a lot of people you saw coming in there to pick it up were taking work off the next day yeah and and that exactly but they're like well just take the day off if you're getting married the next day i'm like dude i've been working for this release for like six months there's no way i'm gonna be here and so i worked like half day that day to to sell final fantasy to nerds it was great oh nice uh, all right. Thank you, Vinny. Um, and yeah, actually, if anybody in our Discord, if you're listening to us, hop into our Discord and tell us about your games that you yeah, I'd love to of, know. Like, yeah. Skip school or work for. Yeah. It's good. The boss. F you, buddy. I'm playing this game. <laughs> I'm sure. That's how you get fired. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, but I'm sure people have done it. Probably. Um, all right. Joe Coleslaw wants to know, do you expect Rockstar to up the ante with nudity and sexuality with Red Dead Redemption 2 as they have in GTA 5? Cough, cough, vanilla unicorn. That's the strip club in oh, GTA 5. Gotcha. Um, that being said, do we really need to see what goes on in a brothel in the Western era? I I don't think we need to see what's going on. And I I don't I don't think they're gonna. I don't think so. Like yeah. I think that Red Dead and GTA Five are very very different games. Um, and I mean, frankly, the like Vanilla Unicorn in GTA Five is the creepiest, most disturbing because there's full like top nudity in in there. Like you get a lap dance from a stripper and it's, it's so disturbing because it's not, I mean, first of all, that's a 360 game that they up res for the Xbox one. It's not, it's not good. It's not, it it is like you're, you know, you're constantly like clipping through them. (laughs) Like it's, it's not good. It's not sexy. It's not anything. It's just like uncomfortable and weird. Um, Well, and the whole mini game too, is that there's a, like a security guard for the strip club who keeps looking into the booth you're in. And so you can do anything you want when he's not looking. And that's actually like part of the mini game is you've got to, you know, so grope a stripper. But then if he catches you, he'll kick you out of the, the, the vanilla unicorn. So, wow. yeah. So I could there be a brothel mm-hmm. with some sort of brothel mini game in, in Red Dead? Sure, sure, there could be. Will there probably be sex and nudity in that game? Guaranteed right. of some sort. And I don't, but the thing is, I don't think they're necessarily going to up the ante with it. I think no. there's going to be just as much as there always has been. It's just going to look more. I, I think better. there'll probably be less 
in Red Dead than there is in GTA Five, and I I hope and I kind of assume that maybe it will be done better, a little more story centric, a little it'll make right. sense Instead more. Of like just showing this up was this was GTA Five. Well, I think that's the thing is everything about GTA Five is gratuitous. It's over right. the top that's violent. The it's over the top everything. I mean that mm-hmm. game is just over the top. Whereas Red Dead's a little bit more of a, a real. I mean I'm going to say it's a real story. That 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 was me being gratuitous, but. It's it's a, a, it's a story that it's a believable ish story. Yeah, that it takes place so in a place fast. of time, you know, that that makes more sense. And like I said, will there be violence and nudity and all those things? Yep. Yeah, guaranteed. But I don't think it's going to be as bad. Right. I guess that's a bad way of putting it, but as gratuitous yeah. as GTA Five. It's going to have its purpose. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it that yep. way. I think so. It's like in the God of War games. There's there are sex scenes. There's a sex mini game. Um, there, there's a whole thing. Yeah. Granted, it's not right. That particular is not right in your face, but there is top nudity. Yeah. But that's also like you think of the time where that was in, and that's like yeah. ancient Greece. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of part and parcel of that yeah. whole time. I think like we we talked about this before, but I think that that, that stuff is going to get. It's always going to be in video games. It's always going to be in M-rated video games. The, what I hope is that they start stop doing it as mini games and start doing it as part of a storyline, part right. of a you know something that makes more sense than than just you hey, know. look at this. Yeah, exactly. So. And I'm sure you know, like man, when I was 18, I probably would have thought the you know the vanilla unicorn was oh my god, it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, maybe not 18, 16, yeah, 22. I don't know. I don't Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Joe Coleslaw, for that. All right, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man. If you woke up with the voice of your least favorite video game character, who would it be? Hmm. And there was actually a follow-up to this, too, that I apparently didn't put in there. Would it annoy your family? <laughs> oh, God. I think any video game voice would annoy my family, right? period. And so I was thinking Unless about this. was Nathan Drake. Oh, yeah. My wife would probably like me better if I was Nathan <laughs> Drake. <laughs> um I don't. Th- I can't think of a, a video game character that I found particularly annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been v- bad voice actors, but that's kind of oh, a yeah. different thing. But I, I would like to, to think about this. So if you had Mario's voice, <laughs> could you imagine talking like a day to day and there's a really bad accent? <laughs> that's mm, no. Like, first of all, when I went to Italy last year or year before, like, that's how you get killed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fair. But also, like, could you imagine having to live with someone who's talking those like super over the top, stereotypical, awful Italian that fake accent? Be, be like married, being married to like the Swedish chef. I'd be great. Um, I'm trying to remember what's the actually it's not even it's not even a character so in Okami the only thing that I don't like about Okami is the noise that's being made when uh, dialogue is being written across the screen oh sure it's the most annoying sound ever (laughs) or or maybe it's just the way the voices the the characters are given voice in the game and it's only when the it's the only thing that I cannot yeah, yeah. stand. That noise just annoys the crap out of me. So probably that voice, if I talked to some <laughs> weird, unintelligible... Yeah, like if you were a sim. Terrible. Or, um, oh, what's the... the? Hey, listen. From yeah, Zelda. Listen. Oh, yeah, 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 what's, yeah. Why am I blanking um, on that little, little dude? Shoot, not the Korok Navi. seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Navi, Na- Navi. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine if you had to talk Oy, like that all the time? No. Where all you could literally say was, hey, hey. listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, can you think of any like super annoying video game voices? Like, I couldn't think of anything. I'm sure there are. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are, but I can't. Basically, anything in the Octopath Traveler demo. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I never that was pretty that. annoying. 
Interesting. Um, I'm sure yeah. there are. I just get like it. I'm blanking. I thought about it earlier, and I blanked about it too. So yeah, that's I'm weird, sure. I'm I sure can't... people will come up with ideas. I don't know. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, but just the, any any quirky little side character that already annoys you. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, my family would absolutely kill me. <laughs> all right. Zach Paul wants to know, if Microsoft announces a new pro controller at Gamescom, do you think that's a sign that they'll allow current gen Bluetooth controllers to work with the next iteration of hardware, given how close we are to the end of this generation? And, you know, this is a question that he asked. And I'm like, wait, does that, can I not use an Xbox 360 controller on my Xbox One? And sure enough, you can't. Mm-hmm. But it's been long enough that I just had forgotten that. Because Xbox 360 controllers, those were Bluetooth, weren't no. they? No. So they've always Wi-Fi. used that proprietary Xbox thing. So the, the Xbox One S controllers, I think, are the first ones that are Bluetooth. Gotcha. Um, but still, you can't use any regular Bluetooth controller. Yeah. It has to be an Xbox Bluetooth. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's a really interesting question. And and. I don't. I don't know the answer. Um, it would make sense given what he's saying that yeah, hey, if we're going to release a hundred and fifty dollar controller, you know, a year and a half, two years before the new Xbox comes out, you'd hope you could you know take that investment and move it over to the Xbox One Y. Um, <laughs> the X Y. Yeah, and and because they are being based on a more. Uh, or I suppose a less proprietary format where it does have both the Xbox wireless format and Bluetooth because the, the new ones do both. Um, you would hope that that would not be a stepping stone. Um, and what I would really hope is that I hope that they work just because I, I'm sure there is a way to make a new controller better than the Xbox One S, Xbox One X controllers. But man, I sure don't know what it would be. I love yeah. those controllers. Maybe maybe a little more grippy. So but yeah, I love so the grippiness on the back of them. I my only complaint so far is now that I'm I've been playing. You know, I've been playing my Switch and yeah. I was playing a few games. What did I play? I played something on my PS4. That's the one that I'm forgetting. <laughs> mm, what was it? I can't remember. Anyway, um, that Xbox controller, for whatever reason, after 30, 40 minutes, my hand starts to hurt from the way that, that grip that I'm holding oh, that interesting. grip on my right. And, and see, and I'm why. the same way with the PS4 controllers. The PS4 okay. controller makes my hurt. Um, I, I guess, I don't know if there's a way, I, I think this might just be a personal problem, but if I play a lot of Rocket League or a lot of Forza, um, my trigger finger, so my index finger yeah. on my right hand gets sore just because you're constantly, you're using that for gas. Right. And so, you know, I'm playing for three hours playing Forza, like I, or three you hours playing Rocket League. I, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a solution at him. Okay. Um, my fingers get sore just from holding it down. So oh, gotcha, it would gotcha. it would be. I don't know what you do to fix that though. Really, um, don't play for three hours. Nah, that's that's, not that's obviously not the solution. So, obviously um, not. But yeah, I mean, it would make sense because I mean, even going back to the PS3, they had a Bluetooth connection, and yeah. there was some. Uh, one of my favorite controllers was like a third party P- PlayStation. They controller. just don't work. And it and it was great, and I loved it for my PS3. That's the one I bought it, and I used it. And I when I brought out my PS3 when we moved into the new house, I was like, oh, I still got this giant, you know, yeah. brick. Um, and that old, it had a little RF thing. Oh, oh I had one of those too. Oh yeah. no, yeah, no, it was Bluetooth. Anyway, regardless, it it felt great. Yeah, and. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I wish. I mean, honestly, I wish they would just allow them all to work on each other. And, Even the and Wii I know, U. and the I know you had one because yeah. I got a I got a third party Wii U controller, yeah. and that was my pro controller. And yeah. it, oh, that was that was one of my favorite controllers. Yeah, and I understand why they don't. Obviously, if I you know could use my Xbox controller with my PlayStation, I wouldn't have bought you know a hundred dollars worth of PlayStation controllers. I get that. I really right. do. But I would love my. I would buy more games on my PlayStation if I could use my Xbox controller right. with well, it. There was. Uh, I saw somebody. Posted a, a 
picture in one of the gaming groups that I'm in on Facebook, and they had was the eight bit do thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, that thing that let you, yeah. They plugged the receiver into the Switch dock and plugged the transmitter into the PS4 controller, and they were playing a PS4 controller on a Switch. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It would be, I just, I wish they would let us do that. And like I said, I understand why they don't. I understand it's a business decision, so on and so forth. But God, it would be nice. Who needs money? Corporations do, evidently. I guess that my bigger question is if they introduce a new pro controller, if I'm going to be able to resist a second pro controller. Like the first one I've managed to like hold off, but man, I want one of those real bad. Might be the one. $150, though. Nope, That's not a the lot one. of money, not man. All right. Thank you, Zach Paul, for that. Uh, Colby, up next, would like to know, why do you think more developers don't make companion apps like the one in Fallout 4? Also, what game would you like to see have one, and what would it do? So I didn't know there was a companion yeah, app. Yeah, it's actually Fallout pretty 4. cool. So you've played you've played Fallout 4, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, um, you know when you pull up your Pip-Boy, it's like, a, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's like a screen you look at. You could actually use the companion app to be the Pip-Boy. So instead oh, of having really? to pull it up, you could just... Pick your phone up. Yeah. Oh, tap-tap. Yeah, it's cool. And quite frankly... Frankly, I would like that for any game ever that has either maps or quests, mm-hmm. um, and it, because I would love to just be able to have like a table next to me with my iPad on there with here's where you are on this map. Wouldn't like, that'd be nice. There are a lot of people that are big proponents of like, no, turn off the maps, just explore the world in like a way that's organic and beautiful. And I'm like, no, I want a line on the ground that shows me where mm-hmm. my next quest takes me to. Like, That's why like there's some games and I can't remember one off the top of my head to save my life. Um, but a game that overlays a map across the whole screen. Yep. Um, it's nice. It's really nice because it, and if it's done just right with enough, you know, opacity. Yeah. That's yeah. one. Uh, to where it doesn't really hinder what you're doing or what you're looking at, and it gives you more of a clear idea of where you're going, or even if it's a smaller one. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, not, the little mini map, but not a tiny map, map. Not a mini yeah. map, but not a mega map. Yeah. It's like an in between map. Uh, just right, a Goldilocks map. Yes, a Goldilocks map would be. Pro- <laughs> let's call it that. I like oh, it. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, God, I would. There are a lot of games. Uh, Breath of the Wild is one mm-hmm. where I don't think the map in that game is great, and it's often very hard to tell how you get from one spot to another. And it's also pretty hard to tell sometimes which direction you're facing. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to have that on a second screen that's just up all the time, yeah. um, and like maybe I could tab between that and like what my active quests are. I would love that for. Any role playing ish game. I, um, agree. I concur. And I assume that the reason they don't do it more is it's it's, it's expensive. Another, another thing f- that yeah. they need to sink money into and need to pay people for. And it. I would guess that the support of it's hard too. Um, just because there are so many, like you could probably say, like, "Hey, we're doing this for you know these very specific iOS and iPad devices," right. and it wouldn't be too expensive. But as soon as you open up Android in general, because Android's hard to program for, and there's a billion different devices, um, it gets to be difficult, um, and supporting that's difficult. So, God, I wish they'd do it more. I would be on board for it. I would love if I mean, what would make be perfect is if if like Microsoft had an API to make that easier for developers. Mm. That'd be great. Yeah, there's you go. There's yeah. another million dollar idea we had right Dang now it. on the podcast. Right. Uh, thank you, Colby. All right. Finally, Man Socks. Always the most important question of the week. He would like us to answer: What is your favorite food in a game? Blamco mac and cheese, Dandy Boy apples, Portal cake, Pac Man's fruit, Burger Times burgers, Sonic's chili dogs. Um. Mm. What's Blamco mac and cheese? Because I that sounds like something I would just eat. Period. In real life, yeah. yeah. Let's see. That's Fallout Four. Oh, yeah. Well, I, probably not then because it's probably it's probably irradiated, irradiated to like no. I loved Nuka Cola. 
I think that's such a cool name. Yeah, it's. Have you seen the real bottles of it? You no, can buy. Yeah, really they're expensive. They're like fifteen, twenty dollars. You can buy them at like cons and packs and that kind of thing. Um, I never ever drink them. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. Um, no, just, well, but I mean, at this point, they're also probably like four or five years old. Oh. So yeah, um, but they're really cool. They look just like I love the kind of glowy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite foods, though, um, was not a specific food, but. Almost all or all of the food in um, Tacoma had – so the Walking Sim Tacoma from uh, the Gone Home folks um, had – first of all, like they were all individually designed, super uh, detailed food. But they all actually had – or a lot of them had um, QR codes on the back okay. that were actually scannable. Like every QR code in that game, you could actually hold it up to your monitor and scan it with a QR code. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it would give you extra information about it. Yeah, it was it was a really cool like – I don't know if you'd call that like AR but kind of AR right. thing where it would pull it up. So I thought that was a really cool – way to do food in a game. Huh. Um, so I did a quick search of video game food or whatever, and there is a BuzzFeed list of 21 mouthwatering video game foods in real life. So people saw these game, these foods in the video game and then turned around and made them in real life. I actually own – God, we should do like a – man, that would be a fun like Let's Play or something. Right. Um, I own the Warcraft cookbook. There's the Minecraft cake. Yeah. Oh, you Warcraft cookbook. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah I've seen that. My That's kid awesome. won it at Comic Con or PAX last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we should maybe we should do a cooking show. Oh, that could be fun. That could be a lot. I'm not a great cook. I love to cook. I made tiki masala last night. Cook. It took like three and a half hours and it was bad. It was not. It was not great. How do you screw that up? Oh, I tried to do it in my instant pot and it was not optimal. Oh, it was not. It didn't. My wife said it was okay. I thought it was kind of crappy. Huh. So anyway, um, but that could be a lot of fun. I would eat the Pokemon lava cookie. That sounds good. That sounds real good. Sounds or the real li- good. key lime pie from The Sims. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And evidently there's health potions in League of Legends that look very, very tasty. I would eat the uh, – one of the, the suggestions in our Discord was uh, the cake from Portal. Oh, yeah, the Portal It's cake. a lie, it's but I would, I would eat it. It's right there. Oh, yeah. My brother actually made that uh, for, I think, my birthday one year or his birthday for when – somebody's birthday one year, like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. It was cool. That looks real good, actually. I might, yeah. try, I might try to make that. I could use My a kitchen's cake. almost done. Oh. Yeah, kitchen remodel. Warcraft cooking party at Adam's house Hell once. Hell yes. Yeah. I'm in. Done. All right, there you go. Thank you for your questions. If you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord, or you can email us or message us on Facebook. Uh, just find all that at bitemepodcast.com. All right, let's wrap this up with some cheap free games in a troll corner. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold has been announced for August, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> Tomorrow. I don't know how, but that's tomorrow. Yeah, this year I'm Oof, It's going so fan. fast. Um, and there's a couple of pretty decent ones up uh, in All four Yon. of these are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, For Honor, which is the kind of It's a fighting game, yeah. Fighting you game. play as a, I want to say like a ninja or a... Or like a samurai, or like a Viking, or a knight. I want to sure. say, and it's you just go around. It's like these each other big. Up. It's like big battles, but each battle inside of that, I think, is is a very like individual battle between two people. So if you, if you can picture like a big war movie, mm-hmm. you know, you pan out. There's hundreds of individual battles going on, and then you zoom in, and each That's one of those cute. battles is actually between. One or two or three people, um, and you and that's how the battles in that so game go on. So then you battle each other, and then once you've beaten that one, do you move on to the next person? I think or? so. I'm not speaking very authoritatively about this because I don't know. But you know, we'll find out because it's I, yeah, coming it's and free. We'll play it. And that's a game that has been really like a came, slow burn. Yeah, it's a slow burn that came out kind of like mm, I don't know if it's great. Um, 
but then like so many of those kind of you know games of the service games, Ubisoft? I think so. Okay. They've just Ubisoft has done that. Like every game of this generation, except maybe uh, the new Assassin's Creed, have come out as like but even Assassin's Creed. That one's still going strong. Yeah, you know, came out as kind of like a meh, and then they just work it and work it and work mm-hmm. it and iterate it. Like I mean, that's how you should do these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear Forerunner's great. The only problem I think it's had is that it ha- doesn't have a lot of people playing it. So maybe this will fix that. Cool. Uh, Forza Horizon Two. Which so, is the second one. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear that Clearly. it's really good. Like, I'll probably give it a try. I'm, I'm so into three. Maybe I'll try two, see what right. it's like. Uh, Dead Space 3. Which I is, forgot there was a third one. I'm God. still playing the first two. It's I, Three so is not the best one in the right. series, but hey, it's free, yo. Yeah, seriously. And then Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. Which is the worst. I, I, I hope that game is actually called Epi, Epic Mickey, The Power of Two, but it might actually be Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. Um, this game is really, really, really really fun. Um, it was done by um, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. Who, or no, not Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. He is the head of <laughs> Microsoft. Like, it's Microsoft done guy. by... Oh, I'm sure that dude. Crap. Um, he's the dude that did like Populous. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a big deal and I can't remember his name. Um, but I got him to tweet at me once. It made me real happy. Um, Adam's looking it up. Yeah, I sure am. Nothing? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll look it up because I know his actual name, so it'll uh, tell me. I don't know. Warren Spector. That so guy. nothing, not Phil Spencer. No Warren Spector. So the dude that did like the Deus Ex games. Like, I mean, this guy's got, he's been in the, the industry for probably 30 years. And one time at Disneyland, I took a picture of him, like the back of his head, because he was there promoting the first Epic Mickey game. Uh, okay, I remember you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, and I posted it to Facebook and I said, one time I saw Warren Spector at Disneyland, but I was too nervous to say hi. And he nice. wrote back and said, you should have, I only bite sometimes. Oh, and I nice. had that framed on my desk. That's awesome. <laughs> but this game, it's starring Mickey Mouse, obviously. Clearly. And, um... You have like a magic paintbrush that you mm-hmm. use to paint. It was. I remember the yeah, game. I the, remember the first one. Yeah, the original one was a, a Wii U exclusive, and it was a really good idea that didn't implement very well. Right. Um, it was very hard to use the Wii U to actually Wii paint things. U. I'm sorry, Wii yeah. original Wii, yeah. And the second one, you actually use the Xbox controllers to control that. It's way better. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Um, I, it did not do nearly as well as it should have. Cool. Good, well, good game. Get you check that out. All over on the PlayStation side of things, PlayStation Now, their streaming service, which I need to probably re-up because my credit card, I forgot I had to get a new one because I lost my other one, <laughs> and it didn't renew because oh. I was attached to my old card. But do, you still, do you play it ever? Mm, sure. $120 a year worth? It's 100 bucks. Oh, so, I, apo- a I apologize. Yeah, it's 100 bucks a year. Yeah. It's less than, it's cheaper than Game Pass. It's Game Pass. Yeah, I guess it is. I got a so, deal on my Game Pass. I feel I know, good about I it. Yeah. Um, so on PlayStation Now, Another World, the 20th Anniversary Edition, which is awesome. I've never heard of it. Another World? Mm. Oh, Another no, World I have like heard of, the, of it. It's like that OG polygon oh, kind of remember, thing. I remember this game. I sold this game. I was never able to get past like the third screen. Because I was so bad at it. I sold this game when I worked retail, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this game. I remember, this, yeah. That game came out originally. 1991. It was on, I remember playing it on the SNES. That's cool. So, it's, That's it's, cool. It's awesome. Um, brutal with at, the at symbol in, is the A in Brutal? Brutal. Brutal. Cartoon Network Battle Crashers, Gem Smashers. Lost Sea, Primal. It's a PS2 game. It's a so fighting game. Some backwards compatibility it was a cool there. fighting game. Uh, this is the police. Okay. Um, t- <laughs> who? Scarlet Curiosity. Game I've never heard of. That's probably why I've never learned to pronounce it. Yep. Warhammer 40K Death Watch. 
That sounds cool. Sure. XCOM 2. The game's great. Yep, do that, it. That's a new game, too, for to hit. New, yeah, yeah totally. that came if out maybe a year and a half ago. Game, you should just get Mario plus Rabbids. Or um, just play XCOM. That's cool, yes, too. that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's your games on the PlayStation now. Did we find out uh, the has, PS Plus I've been refreshing yet? constantly and nothing. So it, they came out a week from today, so I still guess they got a little bit of time. Uh, come on, what guys. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah, like they're just They've waiting. also not released the Game Pass games for this month. So I don't know oh, what's going well, on. Okay. Those come out tomorrow. All right, well, there you go. There's all your stuff that is stuff uh, in video games, and we wrap it up with a troll corner. Yeah, it's Sony again. Uh, EA has announced that they really, really, really would like some of their big games to feature crossplay. Like that'd be super cool if some of their big games can feature crossplay. Right. Sigh. And then Sony has not responded to that? Yeah, I don't think so. I think the, it was just during, during a earnings call. Um, one thing mm. that they did say, though, is they would really like uh, Xbox PC crossplay and PS4 PC crossplay, which Sony has been pretty agreeable to. So that's an indication that maybe you'll start seeing, uh, like, maybe Anthem could have, you know, crossover between uh, the PC and the but Xbox. It's like, but putting a, putting a mouse and keyboard on one side of it and the PlayStation yeah. controller on the other side of it, I mean, it's a step, that's for sure, but it's yeah. like... As long as those games are co-op. Like, I mean, I'd play yeah. Anthem co-op with, with other people. That'd be cool. Yeah, but I just, I feel like... Oh, it's super dumb. It's super dumb. Like, come on. Turds. Get with it. Thanks, Sony. Yeah, they're only hurting themselves. It's fine. Are they, though? 80 million units? Mm -hmm. 17 billion dollars? You know, I think the thing is, is when you look at the reason that Xbox kind of lost this generation was a couple of stupid missteps. All it Mm -hmm. takes is a couple of stupid missteps. Yeah, like, I could seriously see this affecting their next generation. It it could. Could. I mean, we won't know, but... You know, I mean, they 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 tend to swap, so we'll mm-hmm. see. All right. Well, there is your show for the week. That's it for this episode of the Bite Me Podcast. Episode 89 is done and gone. Ooh, 90. 90 seems like a big number next mm-hmm. week. That's a big number. It's 89 more than we started with. Dang. Good math. I, sure. All right. Find us on the social medias at Bite Me Podcast, uh, online, bitemepodcast.com slash humble if you'd like to support our humble bundle stuff. And also patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Subscribe. Give us some money. We'll buy some stuff that we'll probably end up giving back to you anyway. I think we should, we need to start doing like a monthly giveaway. We, it's not like we don't have 8,000 games in our Steam libraries yeah. to give away. Yeah. We could easily do that. Yeah. So. Figure something out. Um, is that it? I hope so. Yep. Doing anything this weekend? No. No? Okay. I'm going to another wedding. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's the first weekend, like, in, like, three weeks where it won't be just, like, a, like, hell, mm-hmm. hell inside my house. An actual hell. Oh, like a hot, fiery oh, hell. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellscape. That was the word I was looking for. Oh, there for. you go. Uh, so. Our kitchen should hopefully be done Friday. Nice. While we're in California for a wedding. So there's that. Um, I'll come over and cook something. And then. You've got air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another wedding in two weeks, and then we're going on a trip. Nice. After that, so. yeah, we're going we're to be sans Adam for two weeks, two oh, episodes. No. Yeah. That oh, means- I'll have to tell you what my boss said to me. One of my, well, not my boss, but this guy that I talked to as though he thinks he has authority. Anyway, we'll talk about that off mic. Perfect. All right. Have a great weekend. Thanks Yay. for listening to us. And bite me.